Welcome to Everyday Spirituality with your host, Kimberly Tobin. Using religion as a foundation, we can broaden and even break its boundaries in order to explore and strengthen our spirituality. Our program is designed to bring faith into your life, however you may interpret it. It's not just for hard times. It's not for services once a week or only a few times a year. It's in everything around you. You can use spirituality to make the world around you a better place. Now, here is Kimberly Tobin. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have an amazing guest with us, and I will bring Cindy on in just a little bit. But before we get started, I want to give you an idea of what our time is all about. I created this safe and sacred space to meet you where you are on your journey. You will find that we have many things in common, starting with a deep yearning that there has to be something more. Some have been on this quest for decades, some for months, and some for just days. This community will support your questioning, growing, and pushing the comfort zone so that your faith continues to become stronger in good times and bad. I have invited guests of all different spiritual practices to share with you the ways they walk in faith. Some of their beliefs may not resonate with you, and some will. I ask you be willing to lower your barriers to welcome new thoughts and feelings. My intention with each show is that you experience several aha moments, maybe a couple holy crap, that help you walk your authentic spiritual path every day. Just because a spiritual journey is personal does not mean you have to do it alone. And with that, I want to bring on our guest today. Transformational and intuitive Cindy Hively is a renowned healing catalyst for women. She is the goddess creatrix of her brand and her fullness, an intuitive healing coach, columnist for Aspire and other publications, and has authored nine best-selling books. Cindy empowers spiritual women around the world. She teaches them how to create an abundant life they love by stepping into their own unique fullness lifestyle. She helps them remove blockages, helps them strategize and optimize each key area of their life by using her signature process, Awakened Creation Living Alchemy. Cindy, welcome. Hello, Kim. I am so happy to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. I am so grateful you took the time to be with us in our group, in our circle. And I want this to feel like for our listeners that, you know, we're just all sitting around a fire, maybe grab a drink and just start asking questions. And we just start talking about all kinds of things that come up. I know that when I started my personal journey, I didn't feel like I had anybody to really ask questions. I didn't want to disrespect my the religious beliefs that I was brought up with, but I just thought there was something more. So, and that's why I created this and as a platform to bring amazing people like you on. So thank you again. Thank you so much. Well, as I just I, shared, go ahead, please. I, I was just going to say that um, I just love the undertone of, of spirituality because mm-hmm. it's so important to, um, our growth in life, and mm-hmm. I just appreciate that so much. Mm, thank you for saying that. As I had said, you know, a little bit about my journey, you know, some of us have people that we can turn to, some of us don't. Would you mind sharing how your journey started? I would love to. Um, 
And and I'll try to make it brief because it, it is it is a journey indeed. <laughs> it was a long journey, um, but it start really started for me um, about ten years ago when I was working in corporate America. I was I loved my job. I was living the dream, um, working crazy hours, sixteen hours a day was nothing, um, and I also had a child in college and, and a husband and you know, my, my, um, just how I'm wired and my nature of being competitive and really doing the best job that I can and perfection. Um, even though it brought me success in my career, it literally crashed my health. Mm-hmm. And I found myself, um, one day driving down the road in South Carolina somewhere, and all of a sudden, I had sensations in my body that I have had before, but not quite like this, where everything kind of short-circuited, and I had no feeling at all. So, luckily, I had pulled over before then, and once I regained that, I immediately went back home. Um, For some reason... The divine uh, was telling me, rheumatologist, look for rheumatologist, and because of other symptoms that I had been having with being sore and, you know, um, waking up and and just not being able to stand too well for an, a, an hour or two, those kind of things. And what mm-hmm. happened is um, I called a rheumatologist, and 30 seconds, before I called, he had a cancellation for the next day. Wow. And I took that spot. So mm. I, um, again, I look back at that now and think, wow, how does, you know, the divine truly work in our lives to, to and shows up in, in so many amazing ways. So basically I was, I was diagnosed with lupus and other, some other chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. And my doctor told me I wasn't going to be able to work, and um, he was going to have to take me out of work for about a month or two, two. And I just was like, <laughs> "He doesn't know me. I'll be back in work in, with, in less than two weeks. It's not before that, you know." I, I had that had that kind of um, staff about me, like, "No way, to right. keep me down. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be doing that." So, and truly, what happened is. I became worse, and I spent about seven months in in bed with the blinds down, the curtains closed, just laying and and not really wanting to take part in life, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and my awakening happened on in, in January. Um, it was on the 7th of January. I'll never forget it. But I was in bed and, and kind of sitting up, and it was snowing, and I love snow. And I was just looking at my blinds and, and just looking at the snow falling. And it was like I could feel this amazing source come over me. Like my body had sensations from head to toe. Wow. And... I knew that there was a message in that, and once that happened, 
it was so clear, like someone was whispering this in my ear, you know, and mm-hmm. it was, Cindy, you can stay where you are in bed, or you can get your butt up and enjoy and start living life, living wow. the way that you're supposed to be living. Mm-hmm. And so I got up, I had my robe on and I put my, um, my slippers on and I actually went out into the snow. We had about three inches of snow and I was just started walking and Tim, oh my gosh, um, for the first time since I can remember, it was like this, like all the way back to my childhood, it was like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember what this feels like to feel snow on my skin or to see the way that that pine needles collect and, you know, all these things as a child that I love so much. Mm-hmm. And it, I, the thought came into my mind immediately, what have you sacrificed in your life all these years? Look what you've been missing. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, my gosh. When that happened... It was, it was like, okay, I, you know, I real I did, I, I, I am, you know, it's, it's so, it just takes me back and it just gives me chills. I, I went in and I said, God, you have a plan. I know you do. You're going to have to show me what it is. And I surrendered and I said, yes, I am willing. I want this. And People started showing up in my life, and opportunities started showing up in my life, and um, I started feeling this this you know connection with my own way of with my own healing and what that looks like. And so I started doing a lot of research on um, different modalities of healing with chronic illness, and and it just like all came together. Wow. As it came together, the healing started, too, because mm-hmm. that was a huge part of it. And, you know, so that's kind of, that's been my journey, that my awakening to my journey, and I'm still on that journey. And, and with, with the, um, you know, with really the calling to pull women along with me. And a lot of times people talk about purpose. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the, their calling, mm-hmm. um, and they think they're the same thing, and they're not. Oh, they so aren't. And I swear you could have just told my story. I didn't realize that ours were so much alike. And it was, it, you're right, it, it is a journey, the, the whole thing. We don't stop just one day and know everything. So, so thank you for sharing that. I know that sometimes that leaves us open and vulnerable, and, and I so appreciate that. We are getting ready to go to our first break. This is going to be another one of those hours are going to fly by. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to d- dig deeper into the difference in of, you know, what is the, your purpose versus what your calling is. And we will be right back. America Women's Channel. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Voice America Women's Channel. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined today with by Cindy Hively. And before we went on break, Cindy was graciously sharing her journey and the start of it. And we're going to dig deeper into that. She has a great explanation on the difference between your purpose and your calling. So many times we think it's one and the same, but it's not. Cindy, can you elaborate just a little bit on that? Absolutely. Um, and, and this is so... You know, I'm not going to say it's simple, but the simplicity of it is is really makes a lot of sense. And, you know, we have kind of used the two together for so long that, that mm-hmm. we, it, it kind of, and it does have a different energy. So there's a, that difference is huge because your purpose in life, your, what you think your purpose is, are the things that make you feel really good and really juicy and really curious. And, and you know, it's like ha- being a mother and, and having a child and, and you knowing that it, you have purpose in your life because you're taking care of this little one who can't care for themselves. Or mm-hmm. it could be that you love gardening and you're tending to a garden. And those type of things are our life purpose are the things that we're built with that that we have that are wired within ourselves, the things that we really love and appreciate. And then our life calling is is truly the thing 
that it just it, it's in the core of our being. It is the the things that bring us into fear a little bit. It's mm-hmm. the things that our intuition brings up from the from the sacred from divine source and when you have the calling um it it cannot it's not always comfortable but it's that one thing you know or there's few things you know in life that you are here to do that and is a very very good that. way to say that it, it, because when you're a purpose and you're taking care of your children or there are things that need to be done, you know you need to do that. But your calling, you can ignore for a while until, you know, you're laid flat on the back like both of us were and, and that type of thing. But I love the way you just described that. Yeah, it, it's extremely emotional. And a lot of times we kind of ignore it because it's, we have fear around it. And, um, of course, we all know that the more that we um, dismiss things, the more that they persist. And yeah. so that it, it's not a bad thing. It, it's, it's just got to kind of open up. Mm-hmm. And that kind of went, you know, on this journey, I was talking about my healing journey and, and then realizing purpose and then realizing my calling, um, and with my work that I do now, because that truly is what happened in my life. I know what my purposes were and are. I know what brings me joy. I know what, what um, makes me feel good and, and those type things. And when I was called, when my calling came up and my mentor even, I had have a mentor at the time, um, I was really resisting that. I was resisting teaching other women how to live a wonderful life mm-hmm. in spite of illness and any life difficulty. And, well, and we both came from the corporate world. A corporate world is more about competition. You know, we were raised in that corporate world. You got to do better. You got to be better. You, you know, it's all about competition. And once you get through this journey where you have become awakened, if you will, it's not about that. And stepping from that competition into the circle mentality where we lift everyone up and you step into your bigness, it's scary. Yeah, it can be very scary. And that leads me into something that I want to share. And because really what started the journey into helping other women and to more healing for myself was stepping into self-love and, and Mm. self-compassion. And, um, both of those areas I studied under Kristen Neff. I'm not sure if you've heard of her, but she is the pioneer of truly what self-compassion is. And I just want to give like the define what what is the difference because there is a difference in those two, um, and self love is so important for us in our life, and that is the that's when we're in the state of appreciation for ourselves and we grow from the actions that actually support our physical, our psychological, and our spiritual growth, and um, it helps us mature. Um, we keep expanding 
we are able to accept things in our life that come up um, better, and it just is a it it heals all those old wounds that we have as early as childhood because we understand the struggle, you know, and mm-hmm. and to find that personal meaning for our own self. That is our that is our purpose, and then when you you know, when you look at self-compassion, um, it is, you know, it's extending compassion to ourselves and the instances of perceived inadequacy or failure or general suffering. Um, it, it's really defined as being composed of three com- three components, which is self-kindness, um, having common humanity and also mindfulness. And this is, you know, again, what I learned from Kristen Ness. But one of the things, with self-compassion, when we're able to get rid of all the inadequacies and the failures and actually um, are compassionate with ourselves and, you know, step into that part of our life, and, and love ourselves through things, it changes our entire being, first of all, and it also does change how we show up in the world. And I don't know I d- about you, Kim, but right now, the energy that's going on, oh my gosh, do we not yeah. need some unconditional love being sent from every possible place we can from ourselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like that one of the main thing steps is getting out of victimization, getting out of that victimhood. And I think this is the first step, the appreciation for you, for who you are and what you've done. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Because and, and you know what comes up in our in, in our little, you know, the, the little clouds that I kind of visualize like the little cloud that always is saying something to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've grown up with every experience, you know, starting when we were children, all the way up to how old we are now. Everything that our mind sees, what we hear, our experiences, we're like a big computer. It gets, it gets the data gets put in. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes back up, it's not always pleasant. So, right. so many be- of these behaviors started when we were children. And I can even remember, um, you know, around this subject, being, being taught that it's better to care for somebody else and then care for yourself. Or, oh, yeah. You know, the question of, well, what's wrong with you? Why don't you love who you are? You know, and that kind of exclamation, you know. Yes, and when you loved who you were, you were considered uh, egotistical, selfish, and it was a bad thing. Right, or if, it, or if you did love who you were, then, yeah. then you would get the other end of it. So mm-hmm. how on earth can we go from that to step into this place where we nurture ourselves, where we have self-compassion, unconditional love for our being, 
and and how does that look like? What is that happens in our life, and how does that change our life? And it's very powerful because what happens, and, and this is my experience, and so many women that I've that I've worked with, it's transformational because you come from this place of understanding that it's okay not to be perfect. It's actually okay to um, be who you are. You're not supposed to be anybody else. God created you for exactly who you are, and he did not want you to copy so-and-so. It's okay if you don't believe the same beliefs that your parents taught you. It's all okay. Mm -hmm. We just have to get over ourselves and quit sabotaging ourselves with these belief systems. And, you know, I grew up, I grew up in a military household and at the same time a very, very um, strict religious type Mm -hmm. household where even the church, you know, certain things that I learned from the church, I look back now as an adult and I'm like, where on earth did that come from, you know? And um, so... Even with my parents, they don't always agree with all of my thoughts or my um, philosophies on things, mm-hmm. but they accept me for exactly who I am. And you and, accept yourself first before they can. Yeah, and I think it's because, though, I've done this work, and when I present, when I am with my parents or, you know, even with family or whatever, they can feel a different kind of energy. I'm not trying to fight them on anything. Right. I'm trying to share exactly who I am mm-hmm. and yes. letting them in. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, you guys are getting ready to go to another break. Um, when we come back, um, I'd like to get dig into more of steps and ways that um, Cindy can teach us all to start m- or more self-love. So when we come back, we will dig into that. America Women. Your passion starts here. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Are you ready to stand up in your power and stop being a victim? It's time to make a change. Tune in to Defining Moments with host Debbie Montgomery Johnson. So many of us are hiding behind our true self. We have secrets that keep us hidden from the world and what we could be. When you realize that every learning experience helps us grow, you can be the victor of your own life and success. Defining Moments can be heard live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. 
The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel. Leading the way for your success. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to kim at kimberlytobin.com. Again, that's kim at kimberlytobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everybody. Before we went on break, Cindy was delving into the difference between your purpose and your calling. And in this segment, Cindy, I'd like to dig more into the hows, the hows of experiencing more self-love, you know, some some simple steps, not necessarily easy, but simple, that how we can start experiencing more self-love. This is... Truly, one of my favorite things to talk about, and um, I, I love to create ritual around this topic. And we're all different, and that—that's the beauty of this. We're all completely different, and we all have certain um, things that call to us. So, first of all, you—you you need to. I would suggest you you journal, do a self-compassion journal. And start writing down either words or things that you truly love. Um, It amazes me how many times I ask women, okay, so what do you love in life? And they can't tell me. They they can't, you know, tell me these things. Yes. You know, one of the first things I start with my clients is what is your favorite color? And they can't tell me that. Yeah, yeah, and Man. and there, and it's not because there's anything wrong with anyone. <laughs> it's not just because all. they're wrapped up in in we're we're such people pleasers, such yeah. people pleasers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we want to make sure that every that we're um, we think it's 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 going to be good for us if we please other people. We think that right. recognition is powerful, and it may be, but it leaving and it doesn't last long and once you do it for a certain amount of time it's gonna crash your body exactly and I think that's where back to the where the difference between your purpose and your calling we're mixing up our calling with our purpose mm-hmm. the purpose of taking mm-hmm. of being a mother or being a wife or being a sister or a daughter or or whatever people pleasing and thinking that is our calling I didn't you know, there's my aha moment because I didn't put those two together until you said it. So please go on. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. So, you know, so we have to be really clear on the things that we like and, and take the easiest way to do that is take away all the roles in your, in your mind that you, that you are such as a wife, a mother, a sister, a dog, whatever it might be. 
just take those titles and things away and then start thinking about what makes me feel juicy? What makes me, you know, what kind of foods do I love? What if I could go on a trip anywhere, where would it be? So, so once you start really dialoguing with yourself, things will come up. Mm-hmm. And I do want to give you a couple little fun exercises that um, I know that are so fun and beneficial into, into starting your journey on self-compassion and self-love. So there, one of them is exploring self-compassion through, through journaling or writing. Um, and if you hold any shame around anything that you write down, ask yourself why. And then just give yourself permission to accept that that's not doesn't belong to you, but it belongs to an experience you had somewhere else in life. That's good. Um, another is, is how, how do you talk to yourself? Mm-hmm. So be really aware of the critical voice that comes in. And observe, am I being, am I being um, loving to myself at this moment? Did I just do something? Did I break something and beat myself up over it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or if that's the case, how can I be loving towards myself? Because it's okay. Mm-hmm. And, wow. you know, identifying what you really want. This is a huge one that triggers because... We've also been taught in our life that we're not supposed to want. We're supposed to give. So what is it that really makes you feel loved? Um, And what is it that you need more support for yourself? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? What can you visualize? That is so true. You know, being brought up to be, you know, climbing the ladder, the corporate ladders and all that. The first thing is when I lost my title, I didn't know who I was. When I lost that big title that I had fought for so long, I had no freaking idea who I was. Didn't know what Mm -hmm. I liked, where I was, what I was supposed to be doing. Um, And the shame thing that... I love that, that you give yourself permission that that shame belongs to an experience. It doesn't define who you are. Yeah. I have also found that the way I talk to myself and then I talk to my body, like, you know, oh my gosh, I look so fat today. Oh my gosh, I feel so fat. You're so bad for eating too much. I mean, just on and on. And it finally was just like a lightning bolt, like, oh my, man, no matter what I do and follow the strictest diet, why would I, my body want to do better by talk, if I talk to myself like that? I don't mm-hmm. think we realize how bad we actually talk to ourselves. Yeah. And that's such a great point a great thing to bring up because I think that society has, you know, especially for women, society has given us this little tiny box Mm -hmm. and we need to stay within the perimeters of that square. Mm -hmm. Um, We're expected by by society to keep pushing and keep going and then, you know, um, do all the things that a mom does and and take care of the kids and then also work a job. And 
I mean, the mm-hmm. list goes on and on and on. And um, that's another decision. You know, it, it's like, I think about my daughter and what's mm-hmm. going on right now in her life. And she's actually staying at home. She's got two, I've got two baby grandchildren, a six-month and a two-and-a-half-year-old. And she and her husband decided that she would, she would stay at home with the kids. Um, have they sacrificed a few things? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But their home and, and my daughter, they're in such harmony as a family unit and so happy that, you know, our conversations are based on, you know, love and, and things that my daughter would tell me that she learned growing up now as a mama. And even, you know, she just decided she, she saw what I went through as a mom and mm-hmm. she did not want the same thing for her own children and for herself. Wow. I could have taken that statement when she, we were talking about this. I could mm-hmm. have taken that really harshly. Meaning right. to say, Mom, you sucked because I never saw you or you. But instead, she said, I just did not want my children. And I know you had to do that because you were a single mother. I don't, I have a husband. I don't have to do that. So I want my children to have something different that I wished I would have had. <laughs> and it makes me feel so much joy that she can do that. Exactly. And and live in that space of that's okay, even yeah. though other friends that she may have work outside of the house and still you know um, have children and husbands. So I think it's those those are the things that really are important to us. What is that important that you need to take that shift and change? And then mm-hmm. you talked about how we um, talk to ourselves. When we look in the mirror, we might say, oh, my gosh, I've gained, like, you know, a couple more pounds, or I wish my hair were a different color, or I wish I could do this or that. Um, When we step into self-compassion, it is not a thought. It's, it's It's not something that just stays in your brain. That would be ego thought then. Mm-hmm. Self-compassion, self-love, those are energies and their actions. So it's so important. If you want to love yourself more, you have to go and you have to take that action for what you're truly desiring in life. Mm-hmm. You know, that is so true. And and sometimes the, the, action, the very first action step is to figure out what that is. And I believe that comes with what you said, like explore through the journal, you know, giving yourself permission, asking yourself questions such as what is your favorite color? Where would I go on my dream vacation? You know, what do I want to eat? What, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and not because that's your children's favorite food or you have an aunt that lives in Florida. So you better go to Florida on vacation or any of that just because it's you to figure out who you really are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You had said something earlier about when you um, 
you know, went to when you are with your parents and and you're not trying to preach or be defiant or anything, just be yourself. Those are kind of the things that um, and, and I'm different from my parents. I'm different from my family. And with the awakening that I've gone through and the journey that I'm on, I learned so much from my daughter in that she is doing things differently than I am. And it's not out of a judgment that I was bad. It is because she is strong enough to be her own person and walk her own journey. And hopefully she doesn't have to land on her back, you know, ill and for months and lose her job or do whatever. But at 23, she gets to be the life she wants to live now because of the way that we have nurtured them. Mm, Yeah. And that's so important. It's so important that that we realize that um, not only our children but others around us, yeah, yeah, feel that energy from us, and it's so important. And and that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. That when we're when we live in self compassion and um, self love, we radiate that out into the world. If you're an angry, grumpy person, it's every Freddie will feel that. It's like when you walk in a room. You know, they say you can walk in a room and feel somebody's energy. It is yeah. so true, is it not? It so, is. And if you're running around grouchy and hating the world and hating your life, those are the instances, the situations, and the people you attract. It's like a vicious circle. Yeah. And that's another that's another um, tip for self compassion. Who are you letting in your life? Yeah, exactly. Who is allowed to take up space within your life? And mm-hmm. a good way to judge that is how do you feel when they leave? How do you feel when you get off the phone with them? Yeah, you know. And yeah, there are people wrong. I talk to, and I want to go take a shower when I'm done talking to them. <laughs> yeah, and there and there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, this person isn't part of my tribe, and right. um, for my own well-being, I'm going to make the decision to be um, compassionate with myself and not have a relationship with this person. Yes, it's that's not being unkind. That's mm-hmm. being um, stepping into your power and really owning who you are. Exactly. Well, believe it or not, it is time for our last break. I feel like we've only been talking a couple of minutes. So when we come back, (laughs) it's flying by. Cindy has been so gracious to offer you guys a free gift. So we'll get into that and learn a couple more steps um, that Cindy does every day to help uh, express her self-love. So we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, 
self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to kim at kimberlytobin.com. Again, that's kim at kimberlytobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Hi, everybody. Before we went on the last break, Cindy had given us some of the steps for um, self-care and the importance of creating through ritual. Uh, Before we continue with that conversation, I want to tell you guys or Cindy tell you guys about the free gift that she is offering. It's so gracious. It's called Healing Through the Elements. Cindy, can you explain a little bit about your free gift? Oh, I'd love to. Um, just hit the link, and it'll take you onto my website. And um, one of the things that I love and that really is is juicy and great to work with is the magic of the elements, um, which mm-hmm. is um, water, air, um, earth, and fire and how you can use each one of those in your life to heal and also on your everyday journey, how, how they can apply to how we live out each day. Mm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. You guys, you can find that on my website at KimberlyTobin.com forward slash gifts and you'll find the link right there and just and it will take you directly to uh, Cindy's link as well. So Cindy, can you just share with us some of the things that you do on a regular basis that you would consider, you know, self-love or, you know, passion for yourself? Yes. Um, well, I do know that the thing that really lights me up is nature. So whenever I'm feeling um, not grounded or something has shook me, I always go out into nature mm-hmm. and pretty much ground with the earth and and just, you know, it does, it brings me back to center. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, I 
every morning I do a blessing. This, this is one of my rituals that I do every morning. And mm-hmm. it just takes a couple of, probably like two minutes. And, and again, I, I ground with this. And I, and I just ask that um, spirit and the divine to guide my thoughts and to guide what I do in my work for the day. And then to also guide my path where, where I'm walking and I, I do a blessing and that is how I start my morning. So I think it's mm-hmm. important to have rituals like that where you, where you have that intention and mm-hmm. because it automatically like prepares you for what's going to be next on your list. And when we talk about ritual, I just kind of want to, just thinking about this, a lot mm-hmm. of people hear the word ritual and they think, oh, I'm going to have to do like all these um, big, huge mm-hmm. things and all this kind of stuff. That is not ritual. That, that can, can be ritual, but that ritual is really nothing more than repetitive action. Exactly. So the way that you brush your teeth can be a ritual. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the other things I do in the day, gosh, if I have to wash dishes, sometimes I will um, really just intentionally get into what I'm, you know, because we all love to wash dishes, right? (laughs) And housework. But I'll intentionally, whatever I'm doing, I'll I'll just become present and, and Mm -hmm. like start feeling the warm water over my hands and the textures of the, of the plates and even how I'm stacking them or whatever, and be really present with, with that part of me that, that is, may not love something, but, it can be very gratifying. Well, it can um, also, you know, it can be gratifying and it can be the magical, what we're talking about. I think mm-hmm. of magic as miracles, you know, both are, unex- you know, there's so many people get so wrapped up in the world, in the words. And I feel like keeping it simple is the most important thing. Now, I live on a farm and, and I'm like you, if things are going haywire, I'm walking out to the barn, I'm sticking my nose in the horse's neck, and I'm breathing. And that grounds me. And I'm one of the blessed ones that can do that. I have several clients that live in the city, and they're like, well, we can't do that. Then get a picture of a plant. You know, it's something as simple as that. Don't make it difficult. It's all about the intention. Uh I'm like you. When I'm sweeping my front walk, I I am just there and I'm thinking the leaves are falling on there and everything that's going on and I'm sweeping with the intention that I am clearing the way for opportunity to my front door. It's all about that. I mean, it, it, a ritual doesn't mean that it's something you have to do every single day. It can mean something you do every time you sweep the floor or every time you do your dishes or and be in gratitude. I know this sounds so silly, but gratitude for the people that made the plates, gratitude for the people that made the glasses. I mean, just it can it can change your entire outlook. And I think that's part of self-love is to get out of yourself and then be into the gratitude of where you are, who you are and what you have. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And it reminds me of one of the things that I do and it's I call it one of my magical practices. When I feel like I need more clarity, Mm -hmm. and this is symbolic. So Mm -hmm. symbolism is really cool to work with, too. That's a completely different show, Kimberly. (laughs) We can do that. We Um, can spend two hours on that. (laughs) 
Um, but I will literally, there's a, there's a glass pane. I will wash a glass pane and, um, to create that, that, um, ritual of wanting to receive more clarity with something in my life. Mm-hmm. And so what you were talking about kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. And, and it just does, if you're doing that with intention, no matter what you do, intention brings you into the present, not worried about the bill that's coming next month or how we're going to get that flat tire fixed next week that might happen or may not happen, but it brings you to the present and the present of being grateful and the present, just like you said, the kindness and the compassion that you have for yourself. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I think the the last part, we probably haven't touched on this as much. Everything else has been really fun. But it's okay, you know, being being in self-compassion, there's also suffering in life. Mm -hmm. We also go through difficult times. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a phrase that, um, I've heard so often and it goes like this, and I say it often when I'm in, in you know, some kind of distress, but um, it's, it goes like this. It, this is a moment of suffering. Suffering is part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment. May I give myself the compassion I need. Wow. That is beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. You know, you guys, like I said, this hour has absolutely flown by. I will um, put that, what Cindy just said, shared with us. I will also put that on my Facebook. So be sure and follow us at Everyday Spirituality Path on Facebook at Clarity underscore Kim on Twitter. We'll share these juicy tips and the free gift at KimberlyTobin.com forward slash gifts. Thank you all, Cindy, and thank you for your time. And listeners, thank you for being here with us today. Until we meet again, may your days be full of magic, abundance, and blessings. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for joining Kimberly Tobin for Everyday Spirituality. Be sure to tune in again for another program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll impart some more spiritual wisdom then.